Mic check, mic check, mic check one, two. You might get checked when the mic checks on you. Welcome to episode 34 of Stream of Conscious. I'm your host, Daryl Ford. And today, I really need to lower the amount of time it takes to record because, goddamn. If I had more time during the day, 30 minutes plus would be fine. But I'm on such a tight schedule that. It takes to the last minute to edit everything and get it out. And I'm still, and I still be sleep deprived like a motherfucker. So I'm going to try to keep it around 20 minutes this episode. Just get in, get out, quick, boom, bop, bang, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, so first order of business. Oh my God, what the fuck? The robots are going to kill us. Bro, the fact that AIs can birth each other without human without human interference is the wildest thing i think i've ever heard i think it was um six six months ago to a year somewhere around there where the first ai was the first ai conscience was born and i ain't gonna lie that that sounds pretty scary just having something just be born out of nowhere might might give a little credence to the big bang theory now that i think about it but i'm agnostic so i ain't gonna i ain't gonna I ain't gonna shame my views, but yeah, we're we're probably gonna get killed by the robots. Whenever they become self-sustaining, they're going to murk us, and we're not gonna have a chance in hell of winning. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping this down to 20 minutes. I I can't I can't I can't be up all night editing again. So robots are gonna kill us. Boom, bop, bang. Next next topic. <laughs> oh my God. So. Remember when I said I watched Dateline like once, watch, read, read. I had two out of three options that I chose the wrong two. <laughs> so I listened to Dateline. I said I listened to Dateline like once or twice a week, but the numbers increased drastically since the last time because I looked up this one Dateline episode, uh, Too Fat to Kill, and that, <laughs> that episode did not fail to live up to its name. So there was this pharmacist who became an executive in the pharmaceutical world getting, it was a shit ton of money. Like not seven figures, but hovering, hovering close, like a good neighbor to seven figures. And he met this woman and I don't remember if the if the pharmacist if the pharmacist execs um parents didn't approve of her but I remember that um the woman's parents did not approve of him because he seemed arrogant um arrogant full of himself um just overall not a good person but that didn't dismay them from getting married and the <laughs> and the fucking <laughs> Dickhead that said, nah, he's not a good man. <laughs> Started going up to him with a hand with a handout asking him to fund his businesses. The nerve of that motherfucker boy. Man, let 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 my fucking <laughs> let my father-in-law try to do some shit like that. Boy, I'll you said you didn't approve of me dating your daughter. Now you coming to me with a fucking handout? You piece of shit. 
But I digress. I got I got to keep. <laughs> yeah, I try to get this at a, under twenty minutes, man. So eventually, all the businesses go under. And finally, after a year and a half, the son says, fuck off. And he didn't like that much. And ironically, coincidence, I think not, that shortly after the father-in-law fell out, fell out of grace with his son-in-law, the marriage between the pharmacist and his wife started to strain as well. And eventually they got divorced. And during the split up, the father and the ex-former-in-law and the ex-ex-farmer. We are farmers. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> the ex-father-in-law and the ex-father-in-law and the ex-wife started coming up with accusations that his business was shady. And to my knowledge, those false, those false, those claims were false, but they were putting them in so frequently that he eventually got blacklisted and had to start all the way over from being over the counter. And to his and to his credit, he got right back up to where he was before. And then all of a sudden he dies. Three shots, one in the head, one in the body, and one in the in the groin area. And immediately the suspects were, I believe, I believe the ex-wife and the ex-father-in-law were the only suspect. And one other person that he snapped on, but they got quickly dismissed as persons of interest. But the wife was in, I didn't say where all this happened. Um, They lived in New Jersey and the, the pharmacist lived in New Jersey and the, and the father-in-law and the wife's family all lived in Louisiana, but she had to stay in New Jersey because she was in a custody battle for ever since they divorced. And it still wasn't resolved then. So she had to stay in New Jersey just to keep keep a hold of her kids. Alrighty, and then fast forward. Wife immediately gets the wife immediately gets dismissed. And the father-in-law had had a had an alibi saying that he was in Louisiana the day the day that no the day before the murder occurred. And he got his sister to lie and say, yeah, yeah, he was he was in he was in Louisiana on Tuesday. Board a little bit of detective work from the New Jersey police, which don't play with New Jersey police. They're they are up there. Don't play with New Jersey police, New York police. Is it just the Northeast period? No. Nah, there's got to be somewhere. It used to be it used to be LA, Atlanta, Atlanta. Don't play with Atlanta cops and I don't think the block is hot in Houston, but Yeah, definitely. Yeah, new cops don't play. So they quickly find out that he was actually in New Jersey the day of the murder. So they do a little bit more digging. They find out that he looked up how to make a silencer because when he got murdered, he was on the phone call with his new girlfriend 
And the girlfriend didn't hear gunshots, but she heard the phone drop. So he looked up um, silencers. He looked up silencers. He started being in the New Jersey area a little bit more often than he should be. And I believe he Googled... What else did he Google? I can't remember. But they take it to trial. They find out that he wasn't in Louisiana until Thursday. The defense tried to say it was in Wednesday because there was a some neighbor that they paid off to say that his car was in Louisiana Wednesday. Fucking cap. So the last ditch effort <laughs> in the defense's case was this man is too fat to kill. He's overweight. He's... <laughs> He has sleep apnea. He's diabetic. Like, they were just listed off some medical reasons. And they even invited a health professional to say, oh, yeah, he's he's not in shape to kill anybody because you need energy to lie in wait in a hallway and wait for your target to come to you and then plug them. Okay, just, you know what? You want to piss on me and call it rain? fuck you um so yeah uh he gets sentenced to life and the fucking ex-wife gets to keep the kids and the husband's and the ex-husband's million dollar life insurance policy boy the system's fucked up so uh yeah if you don't if you don't listen to dateline i highly suggest you do these be some fucking interesting stories do i wanna <laughs> nah nah i'm gonna skip that one Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis is the head coach for UNC, and I believe he's the first ever black head coach for the basketball program, and the fourth, then the fourth ever head coach in UNC history. I believe that's I believe that was his title. But anyways, this was eight months ago, by the way. This isn't anything recently. This is just something that I've heard for the first time, and I'm surprised this slipped <laughs> this slipped my notice. So he's at a press conference, um, and they're basically congratulating him on being a <laughs> on being a head coach. And he was said, "So how important is it for you to be in this position?" That's it. That's all the reporter said. I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be scared. I'd be scared to put the head coach back on the podium after this, bro. He's basically said. Yeah, I'm proud. Not many of us get an opportunity to be up here. And I'm also proud that I have a white wife. And I'm proud for our two mixed kids as well. He, he, just, he just threw that. <laughs> Nobody asked him about his wife or kid. He just, he just willingly volunteered that information. Like, what's going on? What the hell? I'm hope he's I'm hoping he's doing great and I hope he's still proud of his white wife, but just why did you feel the need to just randomly throw that in? That's like somebody asking fucking somebody asking logic the question about, hey, how do you feel about this album? Oh yeah, man, you know, this album's really good and did I also mention I'm half black and half white? Like that's the same type of energy, man. Go on then with your white wife and your mulatto kids, man. God bless America. 
boosted, boosted, boosted badass. Cause I'm on wipe me down, cause I'm on wipe me down. Hood hood rapper legend, boosted badass, and Lil Nas X. That beef is the most random beef I've I'm trying to think of some more random beefs. Nah, this has to be number one. Because I don't yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're if you a Boosie fan, I guess you could have seen it coming because of that stance he took with um, Dwayne Wade's... You know what? I'm going to avoid being canceled. I'm just going to say Dwayne Wade's kid. And then Boosie went on that random rant about about um, his kid being getting, getting, their, getting their dick cut off. I don't know how people can be PC, man. This shit, dog. I, I don't... Dwayne Wade's Dwayne Wade's goddamn daughter, I I guess about <laughs> about come on man, don't cut his dick off. <laughs> Nobody said anything about 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 her getting her dick cut off, man. Like what? What the fuck? <laughs> he just needs he just needs some good puss, man. I'll I'll go I'm go pay for my son to get laid. <laughs> Oh my god. And for the people that don't really understand street mentality, like I'm not a street guy, but I've been around enough street people to understand their stance. Especially in Boosie's generation, like homophobia was very, very accepted. Like you there were no gay rights in the hood, especially back in Boosie's day. Cause they would say you British cigarette and yeah, it was pretty bad. So I understand where Boosie's coming from. And he's not really trying to say that he hates gay people. He's trying to say that Lil Nas X's um, tactics. Actually, that does fit, but I want to use a better word. Um, Lil Nas X's antics are going overboard. And there are people that really respect Boosie that's trying to use... That's trying to twist his words around and say, stop with that gay shit. No gay people, period. And I really wish he would clarify more that it's because Lil Nas X is on some, is fucking wildin', which even I can agree with. Instead of him just being gay. Because, yeah, some of them, some of them posts, some of them posts do look homophobic. They look extremely homophobic. But I know where Boosie's heart lies. I'm saying it like I know him personally. But, you know, yeah. And because I don't want... <laughs> because I don't want to be up all night editing this shit again. Oh, my God. Quick Takes is going to be an hour long at this rate. Shit. My man, the man formerly known as Kanye Omari West, has moved across the street from Kim Kardashian now? Yeah, Kim Kardashian now. And do I want to attack Ye or... I'll say I just respect the effort. And a lot of people will say it's too much, but you have to understand that it's Ye. So, of course, he's going to go over the top with... All of his antics to try to get his wife back. I don't think anything major is going to happen. Unless unless Pete Davidson 
unless Pete Davidson just randomly <laughs> meets face to face with with uh Ye's GD goons. Yeah, the only person in danger here is Pete, so I don't see a problem with it. Um hopefully he can get his family back together or or just hopefully they find a way out of this situation, I guess. I don't care about celebrity gossip, god damn it. What the fuck am I on, man? Fuck what Fuck that. That's between them. Whatever happens, happens. Da 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 da. Celebrity gossip is so low-hanging fruit, man. Cause there's so many people that are on on Yay side or against Yay, and they're literally just using that to project their hatred and love towards Yay. There's nothing else. They don't care about this shit. They just care about saying fuck Kanye or oh respect Ye for wanting to be closer to his kids. This that's all it is, man. I'm sick of the smoking mirrors. I really am. Maybe I need to set up some smoking mirrors, man. Maybe I need to come out as bisexual or some shit, man. And just see my fame rise. And just keep up. You know what? You know what? Fuck it, man. Me and Lil Nas X, we gonna be one in the same, goddamn it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my bad bitch body, and we gonna, <laughs> and we gonna troll together, man. Fuck it. Um, as always, the inspiration for the day is don't be afraid to be yourself, because being yourself, being yourself adds flavor to the smoke and mirrors. It really does. Because when you get to a certain level, it's just all. It's just all perception and projections of other people, of other people's um, opinions, and they're using you as a filter. So be yourself. People on the internet don't know you, so fuck them. And may blessings continue to rain down on you and yours. This was episode 34 of Stream of Conscious. I'm your host, Daryl Ford, and I got it under 25 minutes. God damn it. See you next time.